0: Uh, My name is Kyle Maynard, and I was born with a condition known as congenital amputation. It basically means that my arms ended at my elbows and legs at my knees, around where my knees would be at birth. I don't use a whole lot of adaptations for anything. I type about 50 words a minute on a normal keyboard. I drive a Dodge Durango with lifted up pedals. I get some freaked out people when I go through the drive-through occasionally. I was the first of uh, four kids, and so when I was born, my parents, they, you know, raised me with the attitude to not focus on the disability. Just focus on what I was capable of doing. My dad had been a football player and a wrestler, and he was a hero of mine growing up and started wrestling at the age of 11. Started weightlifting around the same time. Started with cuffs around my arms and ropes tied to them. The tiny two and a half pound plates that you see in the gym attached to that. I lifted oh, with 100 pounds on each arm and still had the ropes tied around my arms. The stress on the rope on the right side snapped, and so the counterbalance flung me across the weight room. When I started wrestling, I faced little to no opposition at first. And I think it was really corollary to the fact that I was really bad. People started to voice concerns over me being advantaged once I got better. And it was mostly parents of the kids that I was beating. By the time I was a senior in high school, I ended up placing um, top 12 in the nation in wrestling at the uh, senior nationals. This all sort of led me into finding mixed martial arts, MMA. Mixed martial arts incorporates boxing, kickboxing, wrestling, jiu-jitsu. The sport was initially developed to be able to basically discern what martial art was the most effective. In the early days of the sport, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Gracie jiu-jitsu, proved to be incredibly dominant because people had trained so much for the kickboxing portion of the fight, but they were not prepared when the fight would go to the ground. Wow! Transition right to an excellent submission! I started training at 18 years old. Forrest Griffin, UFC light heavyweight champion, was the first one to go and invite me into the gym to go and try it. And I was wrestling at the University of Georgia at the time and the club team there and in pretty good shape and came into the gym. And with Jiu-Jitsu and my first exposure to that, there was a hundred pound girl that threw me in a triangle choke and almost choked me unconscious. (laughs) and fell in love with it after that because I came back the next day. This led me to fight in MMA, mixed martial arts. I approached the Georgia State Athletic Commission about an opportunity to go and fight here in Georgia. And they initially voiced support, said it was 99% sure that it wouldn't be a problem, I'd get my license. And when I started to seek out an opponent, then there was a, a lot of controversy about it. Lately, you've made headlines for a different reason. You've been promoting Kyle Maynard. Kyle Maynard is an inspiration, but he is also a freak. And I can't watch him, and I feel nervous every time he goes in the cage because one day someone get, is going to soccer kick him over the cage. You okay. That's going to happen. Okay, well, People came out of the woodwork saying that I was a limbless freak show trying to get more attention, that I was going to be the first televised death in the sport, that they would go and turn on the morning news and see me bloody and unconscious in a cage, and that that would be the death of MMA. It was a setback. I was denied to fight in Georgia in 2007. I approached my friend uh, David Oblas about setting up a fight in Alabama, where the athletic commission there does not govern mixed martial arts, it only governs boxing. I had no delusions about being a pro fighter, but I really wanted a chance to be able to go and compete. It was game time. The fight venue was basically a dusty barn, an open covered arena, dirt floor, these older wooden posts where they post rodeos. In one fight that I watched, there was a a guy that just ate a nasty, bright straight to the jaw and had a tooth fly across the ring, lost his tooth somewhere in the barn. When I came through the crowd, I was feeling remarkably calm. I had always had a ton of anxiety in competition. I you know, knew I was about to uh, get in a fight, knew I was about to go into combat, but it just it felt like sort of a natural, primal thing. The referee went to, uh, to start the fight, then I came in after my opponent. My goal was to go and get the fight to the ground and go and, and bring him in. The first time that he hit me in the face where it was like, and he made good contact. And I thought, man, like this is this isn't a wrestling match. This isn't a jiu-jitsu match. Like this is different. The crowd is screaming at him, yelling at him to to fight clearly that now I'm being the aggressor. I can even hear his instructor yelling, finish the fight, finish the fight. He connected with one hard combination, rocked me a little bit. I wanted a war with reckless abandon. I went and laid on my back right in front of him, just to taunt him to go and open him up. He threw an overhand right to my abdomen, connected to my liver, pretty, uh, pretty solid, and you know felt felt all right. <laughs> Continued to go and pursue him until the end of the round, and that was it. When the fight was over and the uh, the judges announced the decision and I had lost uh, the 30 to 27, this whole experience was was way more about this journey and this path to be able to go and step into the cage and, and compete, and it was less about the outcome. Getting to, to be in there, to go and do it, to experience something that most people never will now led me on to uh, you know, different journeys and i um, in January preparing to go and um, climb Mount Kilimanjaro, 19,340 feet of it, with goals of an Ironman triathlon next year and uh, still training in jiu-jitsu. And it's been an amazing experience. The Dashing Kyle Maynard continues to perform as an athlete and train in jiu-jitsu While touring the U.S. as a motivational speaker, we'll have a link to his latest adventures on SnapJudgment.org. That piece was produced by Jamie DeWolf and Renzo-Gorio. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit SnapJudgment.org.